<laughs> Old Orchard Beach used to be nice. There's wild Canadians coming down. <laughs> okay. Loose. They think they think that LL Bean is their is their uh, Giorgio Armani. <laughs> They're like, oh, honey, put on put on that put on some bean tonight. I'm wearing bean right now. Check them out and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the A and B Show. We are sans Brad today. He decided he has to go to New York City, something for a job. I don't know. But uh, that's where he's at right now. But my co-host today, who I gave him no notice. And basically, he decided to come on. This is a very busy man, very important man, very intimidating man, uh, but a heart of gold. Intimidating if you're ever there trying to take a kick from him. Uh, his name is Stan the Man Hedrick. How are you, sir? Good, John. It was good. Oh, it's so. I, I'm so happy you came on so last time. I mean, oh, it's always fun. <laughs> so you, this is now your third time on the on the podcast, and I, I, I love having you on. And every time you, you come on, you share some wonderful stories. There's always something about, um, you know, some real life stuff there. Plus, on top of that, uh, we get to talk some sports as well. It's, it's so, funny enough, Dan, I was looking around and I saw the 2006 edition of Black Belt Magazine there again. And I saw a picture of you on there at number four. Um, what does that even mean to you today, now, almost 20 years later? You know, it, that, that book, um, I, I was looking at that book when I was a little kid. I'd go into a into a magazine shop and back in Port Alberni, a little logging town. And I remember that Black Belt magazine and I would always go through it. And uh, that was even before I was doing martial arts. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, so I think it was 14 or 15 years old. And a lot of those guys that I saw in those magazines, I got to meet pretty well everybody. Everybody that I looked up to somehow manifested itself and uh, got to meet everybody and I thought wouldn't that be something one day to be in, you know if I could get to that magazine and I, I made it three times three times in that magazine so yeah it was pretty cool but I hate to say it but I think the magazine is now this year is it's folded wow that's actually yeah, for, terrible to hear I mean um, I don't know how many decades have been around for decades you know, six, yeah decades. I remember yeah. when I was a teenager and I would pick up Black Belt magazine because it was just some cool stuff that you would see in there. Yeah. And, and you often wondered to yourself, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, Jean-Claude was big. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. can I learn this? Can I do this? Look at the dedication these guys have. And then um, yeah. now when you actually start learning things, you're like, this is a lot. It's a lot more than just some pie in the sky stuff you know this is like um the whole way of life it's a it's a dedication and uh stan hats off to you you not only competed but you also uh trained is extensively a lot of training with uh, uh, fighters and also self-defense as well 
Yeah. Yeah. This will be 50 years this year. Wow. Yeah. It'll be my 50th year of training. I'm 65, so yeah, it's pretty cool. You look amazing for 65 as well. Yeah, you know, it, um, it's a good way of life, Sean. So I would I'd really push it to anybody that uh, I, I'm, I'm the only guy that never really had to go to work. It's a passion of mine. So, you know, it's how do you how do you call this work when you, yeah, I would have been doing it anyway. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to pay me. It would, I just get paid for it now. That's that's really cool. Too. Yeah. So, Stan, you've you've trained uh, other mixed martial artists, wrestlers, um, uh, kickboxers. You've trained them to elite levels. But now uh, we were just having a discussion before, and that you've turned now towards more of a self-defense aspect of your training uh, for uh, people yeah. out there looking you know, to learn self-defense. Yeah, well, that's what got me into this all. You know, like I didn't, I was playing hockey. And then, like, I got, like I said, uh, I probably said it a million times, but I got bullied and uh, I I wasn't looking for martial art or anything like that. I just, uh, and the sports side got to me and I like competitive, like competing. And uh, so I got into that. But uh, now I've kind of gone back to, my passion is always being self-defense and I look at it MMA boxing kickboxing that's good for a you know when you're a young healthy athletic type person but I'm looking at how about the 13 year old girl and the 70 year old man they're the ones who need the self-defense not the MMA guy no, not, not too many guys are jumping MMA guys out on the street or getting bugged, you know. It's it's a person that is vulnerable, weak or older or, you know, anything like that. How about those people? You know, you're not going to teach your mom MMA now, you know. What's my mom going to do? You know, but that doesn't stop them from learning how to look after them. You know, like try, try to avoid the situation, how to talk to people and then if the worst comes to the worst, you'd have the physical side of it. But, uh, so I find it, it branches out. I feel better about teaching those people almost than I do a young, scrappy young guy. He doesn't really need it. All he needs is you know, to put his uh, ego intact and uh, avoid things, right? But uh, when you get a, a smaller female or, like I say, an older man, they need they probably need to self-defense more because they're the ones who are more targeted than uh, a jacked, you know, a jacked uh, MMA player, a fighter. Right. I mean, um, the fact that, I mean, I've, I, I've, I've been under your tutelage there for two years and uh, I felt in that time period, I have not, first off, I've not met another uh, instructor anywhere uh, as proficient and with a resume like yours, but also somebody that's had patience, like you just have patience. That is a, a rare thing, I think, to find. Yeah. I, I, think, I think when it comes to self-defense and that, you, you, you know, the hardest thing is the mindset. So you're, you're you know, people have trauma. And why, why do most people go, uh, a lot of people say, well, I just took, uh, they, they come in and I'm not saying they lie, but they they don't want to tell you. Guess what? I've, I've 
had a problem in the past or uh, some kind of trauma that they were bullied. So most people say, oh, I just came here to for fitness. Right. Well, if you want fitness, you'd, yeah, why don't you just join a gym and lift weights or go run on a treadmill? You'll get fit, right? Right. But they, nobody wants to tell you, you know what? I'm a little bit scared out there. Um, I'm not sure what to do in a situation and you know, they, but you know, men don't want to say that, right? Women will say it a little faster, but they, you know, but men, ego-wise, they don't want to say that. So I, I tell everybody, listen, you know, most of us aren't sure what to do. We think we know what to do, but we, till it happens to us, a lot of people freeze up and not, especially don't know how to talk to the person, how what to say, how to. How to deal with a person, you know, a violent, somebody violently approaching towards you, you know, you gotta know, you gotta have a plan, and that's what we try to do is give you some kind of plan and and what you can do, you know, how to, yeah, especially, I like I keep saying, the escalating is huge. Yes. You don't want the legal, you know, you don't want to go through all that legal crap. If all I do is teach people how to punch, well, that's what they're going to do. They're not going to talk. They're just going to punch you, and then guess what? You better get a government. You better get a good lawyer because you're going to be in trouble. And that's the martial arts doesn't teach you that. The martial arts, is, you know, it's more of the physical and the art side of it. But uh, I think they forget that, that most martial arts instructors got to tell you about the legal, legalities uh, and the aftermath of violence. You know, and uh, and there's you know no, nobody talks about the revenge factor. There's a 50% revenge factor that somebody might just because you win that fight doesn't mean they won't go, come back and go after somebody in your family or revenge on you or somebody, you know. And uh, you don't want that. So when you finish a course with me, you're trying to avoid everything to do with violence. Once you understand violence, you don't want to do it. It's the guy that doesn't understand violence that is more likely to lash out. You know? And they regret that Oh, like I said to you earlier, a lot of good people sitting in jail right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that just made a mistake. That you know, don't you got to master your emotions. They always say, you know what, if I just could have took that back, you know, it's too late. But if you can master your emotions and, you know, my bad, walk away, who cares? It's not going to change your life anyway, right? But if you, you make that wrong move and you make the mistake of hitting somebody, it's going to change their life and yours and your family and that, that guy's family. And too bad, you know what I mean? So there's, a, like I say, there's a lot of good people sitting in jail wishing they had thought, thought before they had just uh, lashed out, you know? Oh, I absolutely. And, you know, uh, I think if people had learned how to play this because that, that is, that is as much part of self-defense as anything else, being able to talk yourself out of something, as opposed to going straight on to the confrontation. You know, you know why most of us don't? Because we, we, uh, we appear weak. Right, you right. Know, start, we start de-escalating, what's it look like? We, 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 we're weak. We don't, you know, but instead, we puff up in front of the guy and stick our chest out, you know, do the monkey dance and all that. And, uh, 
and that's, you know, people don't understand that to be able to de-escalate, you've got to be pretty, pretty sure of yourself, too, to be able to speak, you know, under that kind of stress. So um, it takes a lot to speak when you're stressed, like, you know, under a violent situation. It's very hard to, to keep your calm and not start chirping back and yelling at the guy and pumping up do that whole thing, right? So uh, in our courses in that, uh, uh, we do a six-hour course right now, and probably two and a half, three hours of it is the, uh, the, the how to speak, and the uh, last three hours is the physical side. But if you don't get the first part down, you know, you're just doing the physical, and that's that's a. I don't want to be teaching just the physical to people. I want to teach them how to get away from that whole situation if they can. You know, that's a that's a good way to win a fight. Is not the fight. You know, absolutely. And, and yeah, you both win at that point. Then you know, the yeah. person who's being de-escalated and yourself, you both win at that point. The the guy in front of you doesn't understand. You just saved his ass as much as you saved yours. Right. Right. He thinks he's won, though. He walks away thinking he won, but he really doesn't realize that you just saved his butt and, and yours. Right. And that's pretty good. Day. If you can walk away and do that, that's a pretty good, you know, that's a pretty good day. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I understand that you guys moved as well from your old place in Fisgard. Uh, yeah, two blocks over on Johnson Street. And uh, I was telling you, it was uh, almost more than doubles in the size, about 8,000 square feet. Uh, got a sauna in there, some showers, and uh, full-length ring, and full floors padded. We've got everything, you know, the MMA, <laughs> jiu-jitsu, boxing, kickboxing. Getting the sauna so, in there. <laughs> yeah, well, fighters always got to lose weight, eh? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, in there. yeah, but yeah, you got a nice infrared sauna in there, so... Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's I'm nice sure there's some people that are cursing. Some people that are cursing in that sauna. Yeah, no, most of them are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they should have done a little more road work. They wouldn't be <laughs> cursed and so Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Well, stay. We'll, we'll talk more about this there. I wanted to get your. Uh, well, first off, we're both Canadians, and here we are marking down towards the CFL. Uh, Great cup altogether. So, yeah. What is your thoughts on this year's Eastern and Western Conference finals? Well, um, well, being from British Columbia, obviously I want the BC Lions to win. But uh, this tomorrow, I, I believe they're playing Winnipeg in Winnipeg. Um, I don't know if they can get past them. Honestly, they. Uh, uh, it's funny watching BC Lions. Uh, every game, one game they look amazing. The next game, terrible. I mean, the Just, record overall, though, twelve and six. That's actually really good. Yeah, most of their wins were at the beginning too. Uh, they were doing, they were on quite a roll. But then I don't know what happened. Defense, their defense was amazing, and then lately they don't look that good <laughs> so yeah. i don't know i don't know what's going on there and the and their quarterback got hurt too um so he's playing he's not 100 percent right now mind you last game against calgary he, he ran for three touchdowns himself and, and i think he threw for two touchdowns even so he, he had a great game but the game before that terrible yeah 
Well, I guess the, the playoff game probably matters more, so yeah. <laughs> I guess you'll take that. <laughs> yeah, well, at least, at least we made it, you know. Yeah. And I see the Argos. I mean, I always was looking at the Argos. They won last year. They look like a juggernaut this year. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, Montreal, the Alouettes have them, and, and you know, it's any given, it's any given. well, in this case, Saturday. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, we're, we're I... I think that Toronto probably could take it all again, but you know, you never know. You never know with BC. Can BC no, it, off a juggernaut like Winnipeg? Yeah. Oh, the football—it's the you know one game, right? That's it. It's not like it's not like uh, hockey or baseball where you get to play a bunch of games. It's one game, and uh, that's it. So everything's on the line. Oh, absolutely. Now, in the NFL. I'm bragging about this, Stan. Last week, I got all the picks correct, except for the Monday night game. The Jets threw me off. I really thought the Jets would win it at home. Yeah. And they got (laughs) slapped. That's funny you say that because my buddy got all the games wrong. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't believe it. I I said, really? You got everything wrong? He goes, yeah, everything. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah, football. Um, I, I always thought football was easy to pick, easier. And uh, sometimes, you know, you got to know who's playing. You got to know who's, who's playing, who's off. Yeah, who's but like yeah. I mean, you know, when I looked at when I looked at uh, the Ravens and the Seahawks, so I I, I figured that the Ravens are going to win, but I did not think they were going to win by that much. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you that. Did you? I didn't think it was going to be a blowout like that. No, I thought that Seattle would keep it a little bit closer. Um, yeah. And what scares me right now is that Lamar Jackson, who literally was his own agent and did all of his own stuff to get himself signed, doesn't even show up to OTAs after he gets signed, comes out and he's performing at an MVP level. That defense is remarkable. Um, yeah. They're a scary team going in further down the line here in the AFC. Who, who do you got as your who's your favorite? What do you figure Super Bowl? Oh my goodness! So right now I'm I unless a miracle happens I'm a Bills fan. I just don't yeah. see the Bills pulling that out. I just don't. Uh, Joe Burrow. Oh, oh, go ahead. I, was, I thought the, I, I was hoping they were going. This was the year they were going to go. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they look better, you know. Obviously, last year. Yeah. And now this this year, they're not they're not playing up the par like they did. Well, they look very one dimensional, and their defense. There's a lot of injuries on their defense right now. Yeah. The fact yeah. that it's like everybody knows you're going to step on digs, um, yeah. and you have no real run game except for Josh Allen, and you know from here to time to time your running back does produce something, but it's not like a consistency. Uh, it makes it tough to win because it's just like people are figuring you out. And if, if you think about it, over the past month, I think there were two and two, and really just close grind out games. And it's, it's not it's not a recipe for victory. Uh, no. Who <laughs> did Dallas get spanked by last week? Oh, uh, Dallas ended up losing, but it wasn't a spanking. It was no, a they didn't get spanked. Game. But- but they lost yeah. to the Eagles. They lost to the Eagles. Yeah, that's right, Eagles. Yeah. That's, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't. I, I, I had a 
brain fog. And I was watching the game, and then I'm thinking, well, who, who just got them? But that, I, I that one was. I, I was gonna. I figured Dallas could pull that off, and uh, they could. Philly could have. Yeah, Philly. Uh, Philly pulled it off, and uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, I was going for Philly anyway. You think about it. Dallas had more yards, more passing yards, more yeah. rushing yards, less turnovers, and they lost the game. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny how that happens. You know, and, and that's just, uh, yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, with the Bengals and the Bills, I wasn't surprised about that score. Uh, Joe Burrow looks like he's a man possessed right now. Um, yeah. That AFC North is just scary altogether. I mean, uh, they said that I heard somebody saying that there's a seven percent chance that all four of the AFC North teams can make it to the playoffs. Seven percent chance. And eventually, yeah. you know, you have to play each other twice, right? So the second yeah. visits are happening, that's where the beating up starts happening, and then the separation. So, so who who do you like? I said before, who who do you figure is going to win it all? I love you're asking me this. <laughs> I got to say, I mean, on the NFC side, wow. I mean, I think I think it's Philadelphia's to lose to make it there. And on the yeah. AFC, I think the road right now, it's not through Kansas City. I think it is through Baltimore. Um, yeah. Like, Baltimore yeah. looks scary. Uh, people want to talk solid. about that Miami offense, but that Miami offense only feasts on sub-500 teams. So, yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gotta be. It's gotta be. You gotta have defense. You gotta have offense. Oh, absolutely. Well, having said this, we're gonna get into this week's year uh, games coming up here and the lines on them. So, as we know, Chicago ended up beating uh, Carolina yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. And that was a nice one for Chicago. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, uh, but it was. Quite frankly, a who cares game. <laughs> it's like both those teams are out of the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. So we have the Colts and the Patriots. The Colts are on the road, and they are favorites by two and a half. So, yeah. this is scary when you think about it. When Vegas is taking away the odds from the home team, it's usually an automatic three for the home team, and they're giving yeah. it to the Colts with a backup quarterback. New England, I don't think has any real injuries. It's just how bad New England is. Yeah, so. it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe what's happened to them, eh? Oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think that dumpster fire can be fixed. Do you think Belichick will be around much longer? I don't think so. I think he's on his way out. I, I hate to say it, but yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> Probably for him, it'd be a nice change too. You know that. He'd land on his feet somewhere. <laughs> yeah. If he wants to keep, you know, if this is what he wants to keep doing. But when you win that many, right, and then to, to have a team like this now, how how hard is that? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> yeah, hard on you. Yeah. yeah. I know that we mentioned on the show, I think the problem happened when he decided to become the general manager as well. Yeah. I think you should stick with one, Bill. Are you picking the Colts to win against the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think they're going to win that one. I think they're going to... Yeah. I think even the Colts are going to go above the two and a half. Here's the big surprise here, okay? The Houston Texans against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati's 
Cincinnati is at home to the favorite by six and a half. Houston is a team you can't sleep on this week. No, but I don't know. I, I, I'd probably go with Cincinnati. Yeah, I would too. I'm not saying. I'm not yeah. saying. Even though yeah. I'm not saying that they're going to win, but I yeah. think they're going to make it exciting. Like uh, that kid, yeah. Pretty, yeah. 470 yards last week and five touchdowns. CJ Stroud. Yeah. Because it, no, it, no. You, like you said, you can't sleep on it. it, it it's not going to be easy, but I. If that's what the odds are, I'd probably go with that. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think a touchdown is probably Bengals. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Jamar yeah. Chase, and Joe Burrow. It's yeah. Scary. It's a scary thing. Then we have a big ooh, I don't know, New Orleans against Minnesota. New Orleans is going into Minnesota. They are the favorite by three. I actually think that Minnesota could win this game. Yeah. I'm actually going against the line on this one. Uh, that kid Josh Dobbs came out and pulled something out that I don't think anybody would have ever thought. Not learning the playbook, not anything like that, rushed out there and just had to go and he went, won a game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah give on. me that one. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Green Bay versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh at home, three and a half favorites. Yeah. I think that's easy. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, the AFC North, that defense is absolutely stellar. Every single team has a defensive like juggernaut on their team, and it's it's unbelievable. With Pittsburgh, TJ Watt and Cameron Hayward, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Their offense doesn't even have to do anything. No. It's <laughs> no. All right. We have the Titans against the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is favored by a point. Uh, I don't even know what to think of this game here, Stan, honestly. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just thinking about that one. They have a young quarterback now in Tennessee with Will Levis. Baker Mayfield is doing Baker Mayfield things, but I... What's, Tamp- what's Tampa's record right now? They are both 3-5, to five, both teams. Yeah. Oh. That's probably why I'm not thinking about them too much. <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm going for Tennessee on this one. I think the kid, Will Levis, gets a second win. I think he does that in Tennessee uh, for the Titans. All right. This is my game. This is my game here, Stan. San Fran against Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Guess who the favorites is going in this. San Fran? It is by three points. And here's yeah. the thing. Jacksonville is a better record. Well, San Fran surprised me a few times this year. Yeah. Really? Yep. Because that game against Dallas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. They can pull it. They can do it. I think they could do it too. I think I think yeah. it's I think the three points is probably accurate too on the way it's gonna go down. Yeah. It's gonna be a field goal. It's gonna be close. Uh Cleveland and Baltimore in Baltimore. Wow. <laughs> That's a good game. Baltimore, I think. Yeah, so Baltimore's given almost a touchdown, six and a half. Um yeah. I I have to go with Baltimore as well. And I think yeah, I, I don't know. 
I think the six and a half is probably about right because both those defenses are going to go at each other. Uh, and unless Deshaun Watson has an amazing game, I don't know. I, I have no yeah. idea on that one. I take Baltimore on that. Me too. Yeah. Give me give me lots of lots of Lamar Jackson on that one. Yes. <laughs> uh, we got Atlanta against Arizona. In Arizona, it's Kyler Murray's return as their quarterback. Atlanta's favored by two. Uh, I'll go for Arizona. Hey, you know what? I'll go along with you, Stan. Why not? Because <laughs> uh, they played pretty good uh, the other night. I saw I, I can't remember what game it was, but yeah, I thought they were doing good. You know, I forget who they were. It wasn't last week, the week before, I think. Um, well, I don't forget, remember. Arizona stunned Dallas. Like, <laughs> no, let's, there, okay, there you go. That, stuff like that, you know. Like <laughs> the Dallas, Dallas either crash and burns or they are just amazing, right? Same One or thing. the other, yeah. Yeah, they go, they, they, they're, they're, you know, scoring touchdowns like crazy or they can't do nothing, right? I can't put my finger it's, on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. There's no middle ground with those guys, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's either they're completely abysmal or they're rock stars. It's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got the Detroit Lions going in to SoFi Stadium against the Los Angeles Chargers. Detroit, our favorites, at three points. Three point favorites. Wow. Well, uh, um, yeah. That's tough. I <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that one. That was a hard one. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe go with Detroit then. Yeah, I want to go with Detroit as well. They they lost their last game, went into the bye. Um, yeah, they're so well coached, and honestly, the Chargers they just reached 500. I don't think this is the game that they take it to the next level. Not yeah. against Detroit. It's like, yeah, I think that's a loss. Yeah. This is the biggest blowout. So far, four points here. It's Dallas Cowboys in Dallas against the New York Giants. They are given 17 points. Did <laughs> the Giants just lose their quarterback? They lost their quarterback for the year. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor is now the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I got Dallas. Uh, I think Dallas smoke them, especially at home. Especially when you look at that week one debacle for New York in week one I think it was like 41 to nothing for Dallas yeah. it's like yeah. Oh. yeah it's gonna be ugly this is a game you know, for Seattle this is the game for Seattle to bounce back they got the commanders they're up by six they're giving a six point yeah. favorite yeah they in Seattle too oh yeah they should pull that off I think so they're they're uh, too good of a team you know back to the game before it the uh, Giants. Uh, do you know who their backup, who the backup quarterback is? Tyrod. Do you know anything? About okay. Okay. I didn't know if you, who was playing in that one. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor. Oh. And uh, okay, I mean, he's, he's capable, but you know, Dallas has a lot of weapons. <laughs> yeah. No, I see. Dallas will pull it off. Yeah. And that defense. I mean, when you look on that defense side, we have Michael Parsons. And uh, even aging Stephon Gilmore on that defensive side there. It's, it's a scary enough defense. They can pass rush you. Oh, yeah. 
ball off. It's, it's well, not. They, they gave, they gave Philly everything. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. You know what I mean? Philly's a good team, and they, they were in heart. You know? well, that was a smash mouth game. Yeah, so yep. I think it's an easier time for them against the Giants for sure. Yeah, and I think Seattle. Seattle's too good of a team. When you look at DK Metcalf, Lockett, uh, Walker. Yeah. Geno Smith is the manager. And then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you have some real players, Jamal Adams. I mean, you have some real yeah. players in Seattle. Seattle, their record is 5-3. and three. They're the same as San Fran. Um, yeah. I think they write the ship after this one. Like, uh, honestly, I think this is a... Yeah. We're going to make it up after getting well, punched in the mouth by Baltimore. They, put it this way, they, this is a win game for them. If they don't win this, then, then people are going to... You know, talking. They got to win this. this they have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then know. they got the Jets and the Raiders. The Raiders are given one point because they're at home. It is yeah. a pick 'em game. Um, I think the Raiders, the way they looked last week, I think they go after the Jets with everything they got. I think it's another 30, 30 to nine game. That's what I personally see there. I'm also looking at. Oh. Oh, sorry. yeah. No, that's you fine. Cut out there, yeah. Sorry about that. That's fine. So I was saying that the Jets and the and the Raiders, yeah. I think that the Raiders have this game with their yeah. new head coach. I think that they, they're going to jump all over New York. Uh, it's it's going to be ugly, but, you know, this is. Yeah. You know, we have to wait until Aaron Rodgers is back, really. So. Yeah, I think the Jets, um, you know, whatever chance they had right off the bat went out the door this year. You know, it's 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 too bad. I was hoping the new Joe Namath was coming along. You know? <laughs> well, when you think about it, that team is loaded, right? So can you yeah. imagine if Aaron Rodgers was playing every game? Like, uh, I think I, I think they would have went through the you know, AFC East. I don't know how far they would have went, but at least they would have done a lot better with that guy at the helm, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I feel bad. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for Zach Wilson because oh. he's shoved into that situation. Well, how about the fans, eh? Oh, that you too. Can't, I mean, you can't wait for the year to start and your top, your top guy is gone. You know? Gone. It's all that, For all that money, too. Oh, yeah. But luckily, this next season... Yeah. Here's a get right game for the Bills. Monday night game. The Buffalo Bills against the Denver Broncos. They're given a full seven points. Uh, unless you see Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks of 2013, uh, I don't think they win this game at all. I think Buffalo's Buffalo's gonna get some revenge. Well, I, I'm a Seahawks fan, so I'm going to be all over Buffalo. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Wilson. I can't stand you anymore. <laughs> no. No, I agree. Uh, Buffalo, yeah. they, they need to win this game to even stay relevant. And then I just yeah. think that they're upset. I mean, they got to be upset. Terrible. Terrible in Buffalo. Oh, my goodness. I want to talk some NHL. You are a knucklehead, dude. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What do you think this year 
of your Canucks. I mean, where was this last year? Um, I've been watching them for, what, 50-something years now. And uh, they always let us down. But and then I didn't jump on the bandwagon on those first games. I didn't. I just said, you know, they're going to crash a burn. Too small. You know, they're just too small players and everything. And you know what? They're starting to make believers out of me. They, they bought into a system. They bought into that pocket, Rick pocket system. Yeah. And uh, you got you to gotta like that lunch bucket work ethic they got. They work so hard, you know. Like you see them, they'll go in the corners and they smaller guys and everything. They come out with the puck every time. They're, you know, I like that. They're not yeah. full of superstars. You, you could say, you could say Hughes and uh, Pedersen are stars, but they're not McDavid and Drysdale type. You know, right? I don't. But that they they have a team where all I, I, I like saying that. They play all the lines, and they all contribute, right? Where you get someone like Edmonton, if McDavid ain't showing up, the rest of the team doesn't show up. It's like, very true. It doesn't make any sense with, uh, with McDavid. If he doesn't show up, where's Drysdale and the rest of them? Yeah, they, they, side will go silent. They're, they're all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I, I don't understand it. It, it. One player doesn't make the team, right? It's no. no. You know... Uh, my buddies are uh, sorry we're jumping from Canucks to Edmonton, but my friend, uh, my buddies are all Edmonton Oilers fans. Right. And I said, you know, what they should have done before the San Jose game, not even play Drysdale or or McDavid, right. and let the rest of the team figure out who they are and let them play. Mind you, like the Oilers third, fourth line, they're getting three minutes to play. They're not playing. Yeah, how do you contribute to a team you, know, you don't even get to play, right? I would have, honestly, I would have sat those, you know, I know they could do it, but they, you just sat your two superstars out and said, okay, let's, let's see who really wants to play hockey. Like, who wants to make the team here? Like, and uh, they should have still beat San Jose just without those two. You would think. I mean, San Jose is not a good team this year. No. <laughs> They're like, like, that's an understatement of, you know, you lose 10 to 1 and you lost 10 to 2. And, you know, like that's like crazy, right? And uh, to watch Edmonton lose to them last night, that, that's amazing. It's ugly. It's, it's yeah. downright ugly. <laughs> yeah. Here's that's something right. I, want, I want to throw this at you. So this is something that was missing for Vancouver last year. Okay. Yeah. You have... Three, three out of the top six in scoring right now on your team. And if yeah. you want to go down even further, you have four of the top twenty in scoring this year on your yeah. team. Elias yeah. Patterson's having a great year. Quinn Hughes. But then look at this hard hat guys, like you said, JT Miller. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. Brock Besser, way down here in number sixteen. Brock Besser with eleven goals, five assists. Yeah. And then if we have a look at no. goal. Goaltending, Thatcher Demko. Oh, he should win it all this He's he's. We've always known him to be top goalie. Anyway, he just got hurt last year, but uh, he, you know, the Oilers, they must be so sick of him because 
they always shoot the Canucks all the time and they just can't get anything past them. If you watch that first period of the last game that uh, Edmonton played Vancouver, or Vancouver won 6-2 to two or whatever it was, uh, it was 19 shots to 2. No, 19 shots to 3 shots in the wow. first period. Wow. You know, almost 20 shots in one period. And Danko stands on his head. And, uh, it, it, you know, so to all these Oilers fans, it's your team is still good offensively. They're amazing. They're still they're going to find a way to get a goal, but they don't know how to stop anything. They don't know. You know, the, the back end is still the problem. They they, they got to find a goal. There's I mean, never been a no, never a problem with the offense for right. Edmonton. I mean, you signed you signed Jack Campbell five for five, right? Five years, yeah. five million, and now he's already cleared waivers and struggling in the AHL already in his first game. So, yeah. I, that's got to stink. Uh, what's, the, what's the other guy, uh, Connor, uh, what's that, David Connor? What's the guy who's playing with McDavid now? They brought up from, he used to play with him in the, um, you know, the juniors. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 Connor Brown. Yes, yes. Connor Brown. Okay, so if you took a Connor Brown's, uh, what he's making, Jack Campbell and Nurse. That's over eighteen million dollars that I look at. That is a weight. I hate to say it. Nurse, Nurse at best is a five million dollar player, not nine million. Right. He's making nine million now. Right. Five million, I can see it. But uh, Jack Campbell, sorry, you know I. I and was I like Jack Campbell player. too. Yeah. You know that I like Jack Campbell as a you know like when he speaks and everything. It's a really nice. It's just sad to watch that he can't play. He's having terrible. He's just, I don't know what's going on, but he's not. You know, they give him a chance, but he can't do it, right? Yeah. And then you got uh, this other guy that's played with McDavid. He, he's definitely not. He's not doing anything. Yeah. That's $18 no, million. Dollars wasted. Yeah. Waste the money. Yeah. I still think Edmonton makes the playoff, but it's, it's going to be an uphill battle for them. They're not winning the division or anything. Watch, watch tomorrow when they play Seattle. Yeah, they play Kraken. Yeah, and Kraken's a big team. Kraken, you know, you know what that? The Kraken's a big team, yeah. and they don't mind banging a little bit. That if if they don't turn around tomorrow and Seattle beats them, there's going to be some heads are going to roll for sure. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to start like that. <laughs> no, I don't. I just got a feeling this is, tomorrow will be the last. Something's gonna happen. Yeah. And it's the same thing for the Leafs. I mean, the Leafs, you've got all the firepower in the world, but you have no defense and no goaltending. Yeah. You're wondering always, why right now you're on the outside looking in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what's going on there. You know, I, you got so many guys that can score goals, like you say. And, you know, Giordano, okay, he's 40 years old. I got a feeling they put too much on him anyway. He, he, I find he's a good defenseman even for his age. But who's the who's the guy that they're all they all want his head now? Is that Claire Clareberg or whatever his oh, name? Uh, what is old? I think it's whatever Silverberg. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's on his case now, right? They're all they always got to find a scapegoat. It's got to be a defenseman. You know, and uh, they're all on his case now. So yeah, 
so. Because the thing is, uh, that's, that's the way it is. They, oh, you're a good defenseman? Well, how can we not find defense for us? Well, <laughs> yeah. What's up going on? And then the and goal, Samsonov not playing a very good goal. Um, backup guys was good. Yesterday he had a bad game. Joseph Wally? Joseph Wall, yeah, yeah. Wall. Yeah, like yeah. I liked him. But yesterday he didn't look himself. There was goals, goals. I'm sorry, I said Silver. I meant John Klingberg is going. But yeah, they're on Klingberg's case because, you know. Like, let's face it, when you have a look at this defense, you still have a guy right now, with a Jake Muzzin, who I don't think is played really for Toronto. He's just still no. sitting there. Uh, is he hurt? Well, he just gets hurt a lot, so. Oh, okay. You know. Because he does get hurt all the time, I know that. Yeah, so he's played four games so far this season, so he's not being utilized a whole ton. Um, and then, of course, you know, Morgan Wiley's getting older, but then, you know, after Mark Giordano and Klingberg uh, and and uh, Morgan Wiley, you're kind of left with, like, Lilligren got injured with that slew foot. And we have a slew foot from Brad Marchand. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, that, definitely. <laughs> where was Reeves? That was disgusting. Absolutely. Hey, where was Reeves? Nobody did nothing. They did nothing. And this is after you have Ryan Reeves. Where's Ryan yeah. Reeves? <laughs> yeah. Or Bertuzzi or somebody. Somebody. You know? Somebody there yeah. just getting in somebody's face. Yeah. I, I don't even get it. Like here they were, they added all these guys, and none of these guys are supposed to be gritty and sandpapery, and yeah. they're not playing that. It's like what Reeves Reeves saying? He says, "Well, next time." He says something <laughs> about that's not going to happen again. Oh, thanks. Uh, well. Thanks. Yeah. Ryan. <laughs> well, you can, yeah. No, it should have hap- never happened. Yeah. That's not Marshawn's first time either. <laughs> Oh, but, he's too, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a he just gets under your you skin the way he plays. It's, it's terrible. You know, speaking speaking of defense, you know who surprised me this year uh, that I I wanted out of Vancouver for the last two or three years is Myers. I don't I can't stand Myers, right. and he's actually playing good right now. Maybe it's exactly pocket. Just uh, yeah, I don't know like what it is, but whisper. Yeah. Uh, Nestor, I didn't, you know, he wanted out. I was all for that. Oh, good. You know, like, well, let's get a player for it. And now he's playing good. Like, right. now, you know, Alan, uh, Garland wants out. He still wants out. And it's too bad because I actually hate Garland because he's a hard worker, but I, you know, I don't know if we're going to get what, you know, there's no one's fighting at him. You right. know, like, nobody's, um, I hope they get somebody good for him because he actually is a good player, you know. Right, right. A hard worker. Yeah. Well, even, I mean, you know, who knows when you're going down the trade deadline and we're getting closer to that time period, what you might be able to get. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver, though, right now where they are, and being right on the heels of Stanley Cup champions, the big, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, I mean, they got to be happy with what they're doing. Yeah, uh, but you know as well as I do, playoff time, shoot the ball. Finesse will only get you so far, right? And then you just get shattered. Like Vegas, to me, you got Vegas, Los Angeles, even Dallas. Yeah. Bigger teams, you know, they, they they tend to, you know, even the Panthers again, they'll beat you up at the end. They, 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 I don't know if I've seen a rougher 
Stanley Cup that I watched in the last uh, Vegas and uh, Panthers, you know that? Yeah. Like the hitting they were doing, guys were getting level. Yeah, they weren't fighting like they used to fight in the old days. What they do now, they're faster and stronger. When they hit each other, bodies are everywhere. Well, and uh, Florida. Yeah, Florida, half their team still. <laughs> you know, like that's what the, I remember when the end of that Stanley Cup, this coach said, so we won't be seeing these guys for at least three or four months into the season, the way they've been banged up. Yeah, they, like that was one of the nastiest, uh, you know, at seven games, like, you know, like, that's crazy. So, you know, the, the hockey playoffs, you don't, there's nothing harder than that. There is, there's no way. I don't care if you call it football, whatever you want. You got to play that seven games every, or, you know, every series of, you how many times can you get through that? There's nothing left in you. That's it. It's that, it's gotta be the hardest. It's gotta be the hardest uh, sport in the world. You know what? Oh yeah. Besides, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have so much respect for NFL athletes. I respect for But when it comes down to championships and like the grinding and everything, there's nothing like uh, NHL as far as playoffs. Oh. I know I'm Canadian. You're Canadian. Maybe we're yeah. biased, but the thing is, is that when you have a look at that. It's true. You're grinding against each other, and then it's like yeah. after that yeah. battle of attrition, you have to go back and do it again. <laughs> and if you don't like the guy, you just drop the gloves and beat him up, and then you'll see him tomorrow. And you beat each other up again and again. You know, like just and but and not that when you're doing what what are they doing? Thirty something miles an hour, and they plant you against the boards. Oh, you know, and there's and no real give. So, <laughs> the impact, they were saying the impact is harder than the NFL. Oh, yeah. Because there's no gift. The boards don't give, you, you know. And, uh, yeah, those guys are bigger, but the actual speed on skates to hit somebody against the boards, the impact is worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. And, like, you yeah. hear those I, horror stories after the NHL playoffs of, like, some of the yeah. crazy injuries these guys are playing for. Yeah. Broke, <laughs> yeah, broken. Broken everything, broken yeah. you know, broken arms, legs, you know, Bobby Bond. I mean, yeah. You know, you, he goes out and scores a goal after that. <laughs> On a broken <laughs> leg. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a, and then you get a soccer player takes a dive and they got the stretcher out there and you got Bobby Bond skating around with a broken leg. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I think hockey players are the toughest people on the planet, man. I do. I I don't know anything uglier than giving guys a stick to chase each other around with it. All their teeth are missing, and you know they just keep going. Like the other day, scary. the guy. Jumped, <laughs> yeah, hold it. That, what, what was it? The guy. What game was it the other day? The guy took a pucker in the mouth. He's bleeding everywhere. He's out. He missed one shift. He's back. You know, and he's out there, and everybody's looking at him. And he's like just a mess, but he he doesn't care. Like. You never see that. Man. Oh, just, no. That is tough, tough. Those guys, you know, you got to give them credit. They're tough. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, oh, man. Oh, I'm so happy I got to talk to you not talking with you this year. I uh, did want to pick your brain about one more thing. Yep. Ngannou Fury. What did you think of that fight? You got robbed. Ngannou? Yeah. Yeah, he got robbed. Because he, he yeah. had a knockdown in the third. Uh, not a knockdown, but if if they took the 
points away. They should have took the points away from Fury for throwing that elbow. Right. Intentional elbow. You can see it. They show it in slow motion. He hits him with an elbow. Right on the side of the head. That, if they took the point off of that, he definitely lost. He would have lost anyway. To me, he had lost without that. But if they should have took the point off for the elbow. And, uh, no, I, I thought it was a shame. But that's boxing. Yeah. Boxing's been so crooked for so long. There's just too much money involved. Right. There's so much money involved that, uh, you know, I remember I was a big George Foreman fan when he came back. Especially, right. I didn't, I wasn't George, I wasn't George Foreman fan when he, the first time I'd seen him when he fought Alley, I was Paul Alley. Right. But when George came back, I thought, good on George. Like, he seemed like a totally different human being. He wasn't that mean. He looked like some big happy bear of a man, and uh, you know he was, he found God and everything was cool, and and he was I was really rooting for him, and uh, I wanted to see Big George, you know, make come back and everything, and and he went to Germany, fought in Germany against a young German kid, and he got beat up so bad, that both eyes were shut, he had sunglasses on at the end of the interview, and then he just he, I mean he got annihilated. He stood up, took a beating, and they gave it to him. And the German kid couldn't believe it. He was crying. And I went, I can't. Like, I, as, you know, George, I was going for George, and I thought, my God, if you'd bet money on that, and you bet on the German kid, and you lost all your money, I mean, how, how sick. You know you won. Yeah. And you still lost all your money. And you, like, Boxing is something you, well, fights in general, you shouldn't bet on fights. You can bet on baseball and hockey and that, but boxing is the last thing you ever want to bet on. I'll tell you that. I, I would never want to bet on boxing if it's a friendly bet. Yeah, it's rigged. Yeah, it's run by the mob. I swear. I swear. That last fight, come on. He got dropped. Not only did he get dropped, he did nothing. He did. What did he do? The other guy hit him more, and he didn't. Tr he, I didn't see anything. I didn't see any. I'd be watching the sport all my life, but I, I went. You know what? The boxer lost. That's it. Yeah. There's no, not much to say about that. You know? Can you imagine that you're giving, you're giving yeah. an MMA fighter like the victory? Like I think he yeah. would have been up in arms. Yeah. That was his first first boxing fight. And you're fighting the world champion. And you beat the heavyweight champion. <laughs> you imagine, yeah. Can you imagine somebody saying, I'm going to fight Muhammad Ali? Have you ever fought? No. No, I've never fought, but I'm going to fight Muhammad. I'm going to beat him, too. I'm going to drop him. How about that? I'm going to knock Ali down. <laughs> and then you did it. <laughs> you know, and, then, and then they ripped you off anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to win. Oh. No, that's sad. Oh, my gosh. They should have oh. given it to him. You know that? Yeah, it would have been the real. Hey, it would have been the Rocky movie. Oh, I was right? just thinking that too. Is that this is the yeah. storyline to Rocky? Rocky. Yeah, one. it's a real life. It's a real life Rocky. The guy's <laughs> eat, The guy comes from a, you know, from nothing. He's eating rats in the streets of France. Right. And all of a sudden, he's making ten million. He's beating the world champion. Like, you know, you know what kind of. Um, belief system you have to have in yourself to do something like that you come from some small village and you got nothing and you 
you're beating the world. That's an amazing story. And and people were such hard critics of him too when he decided to not fight, um, not fight. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and John Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Why would he? Like that was that was a bad thing there. Wow. Give me a yeah, second, here, Stan. I had no idea. <laughs> My phone's quite loud. Um, yeah, so you're fighting that, and then it's... You know, so you know what? We're giving him such a hard time over that. No, that he made 10 times the money he would have made anyway. That's it, right? That's it. Yeah. You know what he did? I think he did reach out to John Jones and said, you know, we'll have an MMA fight now. Right? Well, why not? I mean, you just uh, prove yourself yep. that you can box with one of the best. So yep. why not? You know, but I still yep. think I still think that uh, uh, that John Jones and uh, Stephen Miocic has to happen. I think that that's the natural uh, evolution. Yeah. yeah, I I think that. But if you played, if you were really looking to make the money, John Jones and. The Gonda there, that, that would totally be the, that would be the biggest fight in MMA history. Yeah, that that's money because now, there. yeah, yeah, the man made such a big name for himself. Yeah. Now's the time to make that happen. But man, oh man, I would feel so bad for Steve. Steve is such a class act. I mean, he totally yeah. deserves a rematch. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah it, you're you're absolutely right. It's what makes sense if you're Dana White. If you're, it's about the money, right? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Oh, absolutely. We'll figure um, it out. Yeah, it's it. You know, and, and I was really sad to see that John Jones is injured before the fight against uh, Stipe there, and then we're now being treated to a different fight. But it, it will yeah. happen. There's going to be a, a heavy, heavyweight tilt here. I really do believe that. Yeah, yeah that's the sad part about fighting is. No, team sport where you can keep going. What guy's wrecked, he's wrecked. There's nothing yeah. you can do. Yeah. Well, we're coming to the end of our time here, Stan. And uh, usually on this episode, or well, these shows, what we like to do a thing, Brad and I, we call it one-on-one, where we ask each other a question um, and then see what your reaction is from it. It's a very off-the-cuff question. So I'm not expecting okay. you to ask me a question because I gave you no premise on this. That's absolutely not a problem. But I have a question for you. And uh, I'll give you a, I have not told you this beforehand, so this is going to be a natural reaction. Okay. So, if you could pick to be a professional wrestler of any era, who would you be? Oh. Meaning, are we talking collegiate wrestling or... Oh, no. <laughs> if we're talking collegiate wrestling, I'm sure there's a whole bunch. No, professional wrestling. <laughs> oh, professional wrestling. Oh. Um, who was cool? Who was cool with, uh, the Ultimate Warrior was cool. He was cool. He couldn't do yeah. a promo to save his life, but he was cool. No, no, he was pretty cool. He looked like some kind of action figure. I thought he was pretty cool. <laughs> he didn't have to say too much. You know, no, he didn't. Like, he could he could mumble whatever garbage. People just were gonna go come and see him, anyways. <laughs> I got a question for you. Okay. All right. Where are we? I know you're you're still in the military, right? Yes. Okay. Where are we sitting? If the clock is ticking, where are we right now? At uh, 
that that uh, <laughs> twelve o'clock World World War Three. I hate to pick up. I don't want to bring up a bad subject, but wow, <laughs> could pick up a worse subject. I know, but you being in the military, you probably you know you got to hear it every time. Where, where do you think we're sitting? Um, I mean, I can't say anything professionally, but I no. would definitely say though that uh, I think that we're not, like our the unrest that it is at right now. I think. We are one invasion. Really? Yeah. I it's, uh, and that's it's just that's time. not me being professional or anything. I just think, I think yeah. that as the world, I don't think it can handle something. You know? like, no. And I, you know, it's sad because up here, a lot of people are going, "Well, it's over there." Right. And I go, "You don't understand. The world's a lot smaller now than it was." Oh. You know, it's not. It's not World War II anymore. It's just when things kick off, it's going to be, you know, it's in your backyard before you know it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And especially, I, uh, yeah. I, I think people are a little ignorant right now not to be waking up and uh, taking this serious, you know. And, and, you know, but we always think, see, especially Canada, not the state so much, but Canada, we've never had it on our land. So we, think, oh no, the Americans are going to look after us. Right. <laughs> Guess what? The Americans can only do so much too. And uh, you got, I hate to say it, but uh, our, our neighbors are kind of strapped here and there from, you know, look, trying to look after Taiwan, Ukraine, and now you're going to work, you know, look after it. You know, you know what I mean? It's, uh, you, how are you going to share for everything in the country, in the world when you've got too many bad guys? Oh, and uh, not just that. I mean, you're also looking at like uh, the northern passageway. I mean, just yeah. as an observer, right? Yeah. It's probably going to become one of the biggest passageways for yeah. trade. Yeah. But you have no way to really um, like govern it. You know what I mean? Like as far yeah. as lawlessness, lawlessness could be all over that place. There, because yeah. you have no real police force, nothing like that. So it's, it's yeah. a lot of interesting well, things and. We're yeah. an area where it's so much to guard and just not yeah. enough to do it, I think. So, yeah. Um, but you're absolutely right. With Today, with technology, um, social media, things like that, people self-radicalizing, uh, the, the, the fight could be at your doorstep at any moment. So, yeah. It's one of my, you know, at my age, you know, but I always look at my kids and everybody and I, I worry for the rest, you know, like I always think. I, I just hope their sensible heads get together and try to work this thing out. You know, that's all I can do. And that's that's basically. I think that that's probably a wise word said to stand. Yeah. Well, you don't ask the you don't ask the easy stuff there. You don't. No. <laughs> it's one of the, it's one of the things on my mind all the time. Though, and I thought, you know what, you've got a background, and I'd like to hear your side. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I just think it's a it's just an outsider looking at. I was going to tell you if uh, I know you said you're maybe popping up this way around Christmas. But on December 10th, we've got a another uh, a workshop we're doing a seminar for uh, a six-hour seminar. I was going to say if you had it in you, if you're up this way, I would invite you for the seminar. Oh, It'll be very good. I'm going to have to look yeah. on my schedule there, but I would I would love to. Yeah, uh, I've got maybe there's going to be a time where I do have time off and I'll be able to come up. With it. 
You'll get lots out of it, I promise you that. You'll have uh, a very good uh, in-depth uh, look at things. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to convince me. You don't have to convince me. I know this. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're up in the area on December 10th, you're more than welcome to come and uh, do this. I'd like to hear your feedback anyway. Oh, I yeah. would I would love to. And yeah, I would I would love to do that. And uh, yeah, let's let's try to do that for sure. That'd and also, Stan, where can people come to learn? Oh, um, yeah, 854 Johnson Street. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boy. Beautiful. If you, if you are looking for somebody to bring you along here and a great world instructor, Stan's your man. Yeah, we do a little bit of everything. They've got everything there. Wrestling, kickboxing, jujitsu, boxing, Krav Maga, Muay Thai. We've got, I don't know if you know who Ron Tang is. Ron Tang from uh, One Championship? Yes. The world. Yeah, he's, he'll be at our gym for three nights, starting on 24th, 25th, 26th of uh, November. I've got him coming. So if you want to get your ass kicked, come up there and he'll kick your ass for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Scary dude. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. 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 Well, Stan, thank you yeah. so much for carving up the time of your day there. It sounds right, boy. Anytime, Sean, it's always nice to talk to you. I don't find this. Uh, I just find this me talking to a friend, that's all. Thank you very much. Thanks oh, for having thank me you. on. Thank you, Stan. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you the next time. Yeah. Take care, my friend. Thank you. Till next time, be good or be good at it. Right out.